When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breakfast with Gary and Tim. Questions without notice. For WD40, register online for the Repair Challenge 2023 for a share in over 15 grand in prizes. It's a family argument, Tim. Have we hit an all-new low? Have we now gone lower than we ever thought that we'd go? Oh, well, Sam Edmund joins us, who is a journalist. Don't ask me this. Don't ask him. You're talking about the front page of the Herald Sun today. Yep. Yep. We both. Are. Yep. Yeah. Brothers Grimm is the headline. Uh, Nick and Ben Holland in a in a that argument, a yeah. family argument, which is a family argument. Two brothers. Is it newsworthy? I felt ill reading that. Yeah, I did too. Ill. We weren't going to talk about. It. We talk about it from this perspective. Is it newsworthy? Pretty hard. That was a question, Sam. Oh, you're asking me or asking Gary? <laughs> I'm asking you. Is it newsworthy? Well, I think if the the powers be at the Herald somewhere here, they would say yes. All the data. Well, clearly would probably, they think it is. They think it is, and, and and they know they obviously know it is because these sort of stories, when they're put online, Verity scores and the like, people seem to want to read that sort of stuff, Tim. It's kind of not even worth. Well, yeah, that's it. That's a decision for others, and then you we look at it, and anyway. It's not legally clearly it's it's been deemed okay. Ethically, well, we could probably debate yeah. that. For well, a long we time. are both appalled by it. Can I speak for you, Gary? Are well, you appalled? You always do. Okay. Hey, can we are come you back proud to the, yourself? Can we lighten things up a bit? Yes, the, lighten the, things. The big up. signs out at the hangar yesterday. Now I've got a theory. We've already chatted. We've chatted about them. So I know there you was have. a six six six. There yep. was a Joker. The Texas one. I want to come back to. There was a, a stage ten. Now yes. I like. I think you got a text about the Lone Star. I thought maybe the Lone Star stayed. It's one out in the square, perhaps. Who made a Peter, nice yeah. Maybe it was. But Texans love their barbecue. This is the beef brisket capital. Maybe they're planning on slow cooking teams. Bit of a slow roast. Just do them slowly, as Paul Keating said back in the day. Famously. I don't think you nothing. Can, you can comment on our behalf, Gary. Or I don't think the Bombers are in a position where they can choose how they beat teams. Given the state is the home of the Alamo outside San Antonio, the fortress played a big played a big part in the Texas Revolution. Mm. Maybe it's about putting the shutters up, put the fort, put the yeah. put the fortress up, put the wall up. Okay, well, it's, it's known, a defensive thing. That's a that's another good idea. It's known as a gun tootin shooting side of state. What about the big guns up forward now, or a bit of run and gun, or or, yeah. or guns blazing? Yeah, or well, maybe it is too. It maybe yeah, it is. Perhaps back to the western days. <laughs> Let's go for a shootout. <laughs> she was time for a shootout <laughs> at the OK Corral. Well, that's Arizona, actually. <laughs> John Wayne. Oh, if you could only see yeah. Gary. <laughs> Man, I love Shoot, the West. I love shooting the West. from there. Oh, yeah, and when I was a young. Okay. Young boy, I had six shooters, two of them. Yeah. There's plenty of Were you always the cowboy, with were you? a holster. Mm. Well, yes, Tim, I was, but that's a whole other argument. Oh, you do it differently today if you want. Hey, shots fired in the cricket, though. 14 wickets mm. in one day. Unbelievable scenes. The pitch getting roasted uh, from all angles, oh. which made Usman Khawaja's uh, 60 before he was one of Jadeja's four wickets all the more impressive. So we're four for 156. Just a modest lead at the moment of 47. Modest on paper. Might be big in reality. Uh, Matty Kuhneman, I heard you talking about him earlier. The Queenslander, five for 16. Now, what's going to happen with the wicket from here? 
Could it possibly get any worse? Well, Usman Khawaja said uh, at the close of play, it felt pretty tough the whole time I was out there and I don't expect it to get any better. But thankfully, they put the sweep away, which was in a massive relief. They played yeah. straight, pretty who much exclusively. Who would have thought if you just <laughs> yeah. played down the line? Um, I wasn't aware of this, but Labashain went out, got bowled off a no ball, which would have had us two for 14. Correct. Yeah. His luck is just unbelievable. In the end, he was out to it. Some of those deliveries were barely bouncing. The one that did get him in the end was an absolute grubber. So what will happen, um, Fieldy? I mean, we heard Matthew Hayden. I heard uh, Mark, Mark Wall. Moore. Yep. So the ICC will go and do an assessment and go, okay, I'm gonna, I will rate this pitch poor or unacceptable. Does that mean they don't get a test match next time? What's the what's the ramification? Is it that far and away from what we've already witnessed? Uh, the well, only difference being is that in India won the toss this time and batter first yeah. and was skittled themselves. So I, I'm not sure if it really stands out on his own, on its own as far as the three wickets we've seen in this series over there. So the pitch is bordering on farcical. Nothing is easy. Um, not umpiring. How about the umpiring in the first session? Mm. Nidit Menon. Now, we don't often talk about officials in, in this little section here, but there were five decisions that he missed, four in the first session alone. In fact, Mitchell started, had a wicket in the first ball, yeah. right? It was caught behind. Yeah. They didn't appeal it. Four balls later, he had him trapped LBW Did you, were you plum. Aware of this? Yeah, yeah, in the first over. Yeah. Oh they didn't They didn't challenge that either. either so Stark could have had two in so the first over. So Stephen Smith a potential captaincy of the Australian team suffer as a result of the non-review? Well, I don't know if they've been scarred by running out of reviews, which India have done too, coincidentally, yesterday as well. A couple of times where the Aussies have run out of reviews, so they'll perhaps be conservative so early in the innings. And then he gave Jadeja out, this umpire later, LBW to line, only for um, um, Jadeja to appeal um, successfully. He got an inside edge. So even the ones he was giving out weren't out, so he's all over the place. Absolute chaos over there, but you can't take your eyes off it. Uh, the Blues had their Hall of Fame last night. Chris Judd, Adrian Gleeson, um, and dual premiership coach and former vice president Percy Bentley inducted uh, into the Hall of Fame as well. Ian Collins elevated to legend status, as was Horry Clover, who played in the 20s. Uh, the clubs do a great job, don't they, when it comes to Did their history? I didn't, no, but I just think the clubs are, are, do a fantastic job of acknowledging it. I yep. just heard around the traps, and this is unconfirmed at this point, but given we're on the subject, that the AFL may be working towards the assembly of, well, the way it was put to me, it would be called a heritage committee. So I guess a panel assigned with obviously everything involved with the history of the competition, a history that was recently called into question by Colin Carter with the release of his book, Football's Forgotten Years. So um, I just wonder whether that's something the AFL, not a blind spot, but something that they are aware of and that they might look to to assemble a, a panel to perhaps go over uh, historical cases as they come. They've got a museum. Um, I know at the MCC you can mm. go and there's a display. Is it? Is it a? Would you call it a, like a museum of Australian rules footy? It's a sp- sport museum though, isn't yeah. it? More, yeah. Shouldn't we have our own where you can go uh, yeah. and celebrate football? Go and celebrate the game of Australian rules footy where you can take your kids and say, right, here's uh, outside the uh, outside the individual clubs. Yeah, yeah. A- AFL like a big, you know, whole celebrating all the good, great things. Have a, have the wisps. First contract in there that you bought in? Mm. <laughs> I'm not. I, I, not getting much support. You look, when I mentioned no, Heritage think, Committee, you looked at me like I had two heads. Well, I just think that clubs, uh, like in terms of the game, the clubs have their own history. Mm-hmm. Fans barrack for their club. They're connected to a club. Oh, we've got to be bigger As than opposed that. to, well, I don't know whether or not. Celebrate well, maybe, the game, maybe you can't. Well, no, we do celebrate the game, but it's What it's about the tribal. clubs that have come and gone? What about... Well, no, that's a that's a good point. That they need people need somewhere where they can possibly go to be able to celebrate the history of those clubs too. Because you're talking about Fitzroy and you know, mm. I mean, the Brisbane Lions have tried to sort of 
you know, swallow up that history and make that part of their club, and so too of uh, the Sydney Swans. Yeah. But it probably doesn't get celebrated, you're quite right, in the same way that the other clubs that still stand alone do. We're nearly out of time, but all the captains locked in now. So the breakdown is five clubs have co-captains. Headline, the Sydney Swans obviously have three. So the other 13 have gone down or they've maintained the traditional method of, of one captain. But this caught my ear a little bit from Chris Fagan yesterday, and this was him behind closed doors announcing why Brisbane, to the players, why Brisbane have decided to split the role with Lockie Neal and Harris Andrews. And boys, we've decided to go with two captains, all right? Um, uh, after giving it a lot of thought, uh, we think it's a really big role now. There's a lot of things that a captain has to do. We couldn't separate these blokes on, on votes, on, on their interviews, on anything. So we've decided to go with two. And I know those two blokes are really excited about working together. So he said it's a big role now, almost mm. too big for one man. They've decided Brisbane. But, of course, he went on to say they couldn't split them in the votes anyway. Mitch Robinson yesterday tweeted, the former line, um, co-captains. And then he had the old zip mouth emoji next to it. So clearly Robbo is not a fan of the co-captaincy setup. Well, maybe he's got an axe to grind with the club too. I'm not and sure that he departed on great terms. No, I think he doesn't him. have to be a fan, does he? No, he doesn't have to be. He's a media person now, so he's he? a, he's a yeah he's a he's free to um, roll in whichever way he wants to. When we come back, because that's all we have got time for yes. from you right now, but you've been fantastic. When we come back, <laughs> I believe that two of SEN's biggest names, uh. biggest names, have been in a verbal altercation in the last 24 hours. I'm going to put some meat on the bone when we come Ooh. back, Ooh. and it's going to be uncomfortable for some people to hear what I've got that's to say. I love it.